Yo, what's up? Week 7 is over. Time for me to react to the games that happened and then the little storylines in between and all of that good stuff. So, we're going to start off right now talking about the biggest W of the week, and that's going to be Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera completed his last round of cancer treatment, so that's pretty awesome. And on top of that, his Washington football team, they won against the Dallas Cowboys, absolutely obliterated the Cowboys. So good for them. I thought the Cowboys were going to win, but um, I did say that that could go either way. I don't know if I really post. I don't think I posted my predictions video. I didn't. I've been super busy, so I'm going to try to be on top of it more this week and the coming weeks. But I did predict the Cowboys to win. I, I did say it'd be a toss-up. Um, and the Washington football team, they they won, and they, and they destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. So that was a good win for them. Uh, looking on the other side of the ball, uh, Coach McCarthy was upset at the Cowboys for not reacting to a hit like he would uh, want them to. Um, and part of that just is that the Cowboys are really just a shit show right now. Um, it's not going well for them. It's 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 on both sides too. On the coaches' side, it seems like the players could care less about them. I mean, they're calling them out, you know, um, and whatnot, talking to the media, saying how bad the coaches are, and then. For the coaches, they don't really have that many good players left. Like, they're all super banged up. So, I could see, like, where both sides would kind of be upset at one another. Um, but, yeah, the Cowboys are just a mess. And McCarthy, like, come on, dude, you're the coach. I, I don't think it's a smart idea to be calling out your players, like, just to the media. I feel like that's something that you talk to them about in the film room and your team meetings and whatnot. Um, I, I don't necessarily agree with, you know, calling them out in front of everyone, but... I mean, I see what McCarthy's saying about protecting your quarterback. Like, that's something I think that should happen um, because when you're a team, you, you really should have each other's backs, and no one really had Dalton's back there. But, I mean, that's just the biggest show of how poorly ran this team is, how this organization has lost their culture from when they were a really good team. And, like, and now it seems for the Cowboys that it's just all flash and there's really no substance with them. Um, and that's why they haven't been able to get back to, you know, um, where they've been in past, like, I mean, a while ago, but where they've been in the past, but uh, a very long time ago and where they want to be because of the history, because there are plenty of Cowboy fans who are fans because of that history, because of Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman um, and all those other cool players like the history behind the team. So um, I'm sure a lot of Cowboys fans are very upset, but Cowboys fans are the worst, so. Do we feel that bad? <laughs> I, I do feel bad, though, for the Cowboys because or not the Cowboys, the Cowboys fans, because, you know, they've been waiting. They've, they've had the talent. They've been waiting to see their team really put it together. This was supposed to be the year that they put it together, just like every other year. But still, this was supposed to be the year. And then you get this. You get this huge mess. Um, it's just really bad. And on top of that, the NFC East becomes the first divi division in NFL history Without a three-win team through week seven. The NFC East makes me so frustrated because they're one of them, one of those horrible teams is gonna get a playoff spot. Right now we honestly don't know who it's gonna be. One of those horrible teams are gonna get a playoff spot. Oh, that's and that's really stupid. But you know, it is what it is. Enough talking about the NFC East and the Cowboys and whatnot. Uh, we're gonna move over move over to the Browns so the Browns they barely beat the Bengals so the Browns they barely beat the Bengals this week 
Uh, so the Browns, they barely beat the Bengals this week. Um, oh, not Odell. Baker had the game-winning touchdown. I forget who it was to. Peoples Jones? I think that's who it was. If I'm wrong, oh well. But uh, Baker throws the game-winning touchdown. They beat the Bengals. All right, so for the Browns, I mean, I, I knew this was going to be a close game. I knew this was going to be a close game, but it really shouldn't have been. The Browns are a much better team than this Bengals team. Again, week after week, it's Joe Burrow with the Bengals. That's the only reason why they'll be in any game. Um, I mean, there are some teams where I know the Bengals are definitely going to lose, uh, but when the Bengals aren't going to, aren't going up against like a top, top team, they have a chance just because of that kid Burrow, man. He's just such a baller, and he's going to be so good. Um I really, I think, just like the rest of the NFL, I, I love Joe Burrow. Um, but back, back to the Browns for a second. Um, yeah, so the Browns need to be more consistent. Like we talked about last week, they need to be more consistent with who they're beating um, because the Bengals really shouldn't be in this game. I understand it's a, it's a divisional game. The Bengals really shouldn't be in this game if you guys are as good as, you know, you can be, if that kind of makes sense. Um, but anyways, that's why, I mean, I can't really buy the Browns too much anymore. I'm kind of over the hype. Like, they're a good team now. They're better than last year. Uh, they're a good team, but they're not as good as you would think they'd be. And speaking of being as good as they should be, one of their star players now is out for the season, Odell, trying to make a tackle. So, I mean, I want to say that's, like, really huge for the Browns, which, you know, it actually is. But, I mean, they don't pass the ball that much. Um, Odell, I mean, it, it just depends for the Browns. They're more of a running team now, which is, is good for them. Um, so, you know, he's out for the season. So that that is actually pretty killer for them. But, I mean, luckily they didn't use him like crazy. They weren't some air raid, air it out type team. So, um, yeah, the Browns are okay. The Bengals, I just love for Joe Burrow. Always gonna have, um, I was going to think they have a chance because of Joe Burrow. Next, we're going to talk about my team because I thought this is hilarious. So Jimmy G called beating Bill Belichick, right? He said that this was a cool week. I love that. Jimmy G. Oh, my gosh. You're just Jimmy G is such a guy. He is such a guy. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. You beat your old coach when you weren't the favorites. You were the underdogs. And, you know, it just it was a cool week. But that's totally Jimmy G. Um, not the biggest fan of his play, but I, I, I like him outside of football. Like, I think he's a cool guy. I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback, but that's just really funny to me. Um, uh, but yeah, we upset the Patriots. I think the Patriots are only favorites by like two points. Um, I really didn't know what was going to happen going into this game simply because, uh, of what I've seen from the 49ers this year. Um, especially when it was against the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, I did say was a good, uh, were a good team. Or was a good team, whatever. Um, but when we came out that game, that was atrocious. That was I was embarrassed to watch that. Um, that's why I think, and then that's why the next week I thought the Rams were going to beat us. But then I saw, and I was very surprised and impressed with us coming out like we should have been playing all year, coming out as that team that works together very well, steps it up on defense. And does the little things correctly to make big things happen. Um, that was the biggest advantage for us. 
Because I'll be honest, the 49ers last year and this year, we weren't really that stacked. We really built this team from the ground up, and we all just played together very well, and we had good schemes, good coaching. Um, yes, we have Kittle, and Sherman is a top corner, but he's not, you know, not as good. He's more of a zone guy, slower guy, veteran for sure, and he's not even playing this year. But anyways, I'm talking about more so last year. Um, because we were just such a good team that played well together. The the top dude we had was George Kittle. Other than that, our line was really good. No outstanding crazy players, of again, talking about last year. Um, good running backs, good wide receivers, that's it, you know. Uh, we do have Fred Warner, who became a top linebacker. And, you know, Nick Bosa when he was there. But anyways, let's talk more about this year. So it's the same story. We're a good well-coached team when we play together and play like we're supposed to um that's why I, I don't know it's really cool being a 49er fan because of stuff like that and just knowing that is if every week even as banged up as we are if we come out and play as a team like we did against the patriots and the rams then good things will happen um the patriots are still a good team bill belichick is still their coach so i'm very proud of that win and also i'll take it with the grain of salt that the patriots just looked really off we can actually start talking about that now Patriots made a lot of mistakes that we're not really used to seeing the Patriots make. Um, and Cam looked rough. Um, and on top of that, they had a normal week of practice before they had the COVID thing and whatnot. But now they had a normal week of practice. And, you know, the Patriots just looked really bad. But don't count them out yet. This type of thing happens sometimes. They'll get into a slump. But Bill, Bill Belichick is still their coach. Don't be surprised to see the Patriots, you know, at the end of the season be a top team. Like they were kind of at the beginning, but as they usually are. So um, just my thoughts there. Talking about the NFC East, Adam Gase, all right, he gave a play calling for this week, and it worked for a half, and then the Jets became the Jets and uh, lost to the Bills. But um, for the Bills, you can't beat the Jets by only eight points. Um, and I loved the Bills from the beginning. From the beginning, they were, like, top five. But now I think that got them down to, like, eight, maybe seven. I don't remember where exactly. But... They're they're gonna have to keep going down because of that, and it's a it, and it sucks because I had such high hopes for the Bills. I thought they were gonna be like the top team in the NFC East and really just take over, but we're gonna see. I mean, it all again it falls into Josh Allen's hands, and the defense isn't playing as well as it has in previous past. I mean, you know they played the Jets. Um, you know. It's just, it, it's a different team this year, and like I said, the biggest thing is just Josh Allen needs to play his best football if they want to be a contending team. Um, next, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so the Falcons, they barely lost to the Lions. Uh, they could have won. So speaking of that, Todd Gurley, he was upset at himself because he um, scored the touchdown when he should have, you know, got down and wasted the clock, and because of that, Matt Stafford and the Lions had enough time to go down and win the game. Um, but, you know, this game really should have went. Either way, this is kind of the game that you're kind of looking for um, as an NFL fan watching this game because they're both, I would say they're both very equal teams, more about scoring rather than defense. Of course, Matt Stafford and Matt Ryan. Uh, but speaking of scoring, Julio Jones doesn't want to be traded. You may have heard about the talks of um, Falcons putting you know, good players onto the trade block, but Julio Jones doesn't want to be traded, and that's that makes sense. I mean, you you were drafted there, you made your career there, but I would love to see Julio Jones somewhere else. 
I would love to see him on the 49ers somehow. I, I don't ever know the logistics of trading, but I always think like, I don't know. I think everyone should come to the 49ers. Very biased, but um, that would be really cool. Don't know how how likely or even if that is possible. I've heard someone say the Packers. I really don't know the logistics. I could not tell you. I don't know about the cap and all that, but that would be really cool. Um, but I do want to see Julio Jones somewhere else, maybe where he has another chance to go to a Super Bowl and hopefully win one. Um, but yeah, um, not a bad game there. Two, I think both those teams are actually pretty solid. Um, I don't think their records really show it, but they're both pretty solid teams, in my opinion. Um, next, a team that is absolutely rolling. We're going to talk about Tampa Bay. They beat the Raiders, a good Raiders team. Um, you know, if they... If the Bucks and Tom Brady can play like this every single week, um, and then then they're gonna be a really, you know, really good top team, top five team. But they need to keep that consistency. So far, uh, they have. So hopefully they stay stick with it. Um, and not only that, they're getting Antonio Brown, which I didn't get to get to talk about last week, but Antonio Brown. Um here's here here are my views on Antonio Brown. Um, I have a feeling that he's not going to last that long because Bruce Arians runs a really tight ship over there. And because of that tight ship, Antonio Brown, it seems like, you know, you know, everyone knows about Antonio Brown, but he seems like such a diva in a way, which I'm going to say he's a he's a beast. He knows or he's very, very talented. OK, he can be one of the top receivers in the league. But is he worth you know, the head case and whatnot. And we're going to see maybe if he's changed, maybe if he hasn't. I'm rooting for Antonio Brown. I was a big fan of Antonio Brown. I hope he does well, but um, has he changed as a person? Um, is he more about the team rather than about himself? We'll see. But um, Bruce Arian says that Antonio Brown is more of an insurance policy um, because of his other receivers and whatnot. You know, it's always good to have good guys on the roster, like he says. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but real quickly, talking about another wide receiver, Mike Evans is on my fantasy team, dude. He only get bro. How, he barely got any points. That was so upsetting. That's two weeks in a row, dog. Ah, you hate to see it. Anyways, let's uh, talk about some more good football here. The Titans came back against the Steelers. Um, I was kind of nervous at the beginning because I had the Titans winning this game. And it looked like the Steelers are going to blow them out. But, you know, the Titans, they just have fight. And they were fighting, did everything that they could to get back into this game after having, you know, Derrick Henry neutralized. And just, you know, at the beginning of the game, the Steelers were just so in control. Watching this game, my parents are Titans fans, watching the game with them. The Steelers were just in control, making the plays. That was, that was pretty much it. The Steelers were just playing better. There wasn't much more the Titans could do. The Steelers were just making the plays that they needed to play, uh, ma making the plays that they needed to make early in the game. Eventually, the Titans come back but lose on the Gotzkowski kick. Ah, do the Titans move on? I know that's Rabel's friend, but do they move on there? Uh, but, you know, two, that was a really good game, a fun game to watch. Two good teams. Uh, there, you know, that'd be fun to see in the playoffs. Just saying. I, I'd really like to see a rematch there. I think the Titans, maybe second time around, get a better um, or play a lot better, and it's a better game against the Steelers and get the better of the Steelers and probably win. Um, but the Steelers, I will give them the respect. You know, they've earned my respect doing that to the Titans. Now, you know, I see it. They win the games they need to win. They find a way. 
and they play well, and their offense is really good. They have a lot of good players. Their defense is also very solid. I like the Steelers a lot now, and I, I can't deny that. Uh, next game we're going to talk about is going to be uh, the Carolina Panthers against the Saints. The Saints squeak one out against a solid Panthers team. Without Michael Thomas, they find a way. Um, just a good game there, divisional matchup. Of course, you know, a lot of times it's going to be closer when you're going up against your division. But, you know, the Saints, I think, you know, they, they go down in my rankings just because the Panthers are a solid team, but you have to put those teams away. It can't be really a close game with them. Of course it happens, but the Saints I thought would be a lot better, and I think a lot of other people would agree. It is what it is. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the Packers. The Packers win after a huge loss to the Bucks. Um, Devontae Adams had a, you know, had a great game. You know, in looking at the other side, Deshaun Watson, it'd be a really tough task for him to go out there and beat the Packers. I'm not sure how many people believe that the Texans are going to win that one, but Deshaun Watson is really doing it by himself and just working with what he has. So I feel for the guy. I hope he's out of there. I don't know, again, the logistics of him getting out of uh, Houston, but I would love to see him on another team soon. Uh, but yeah, good, good for the Packers. You knew they were going to go out there and win after um, just getting manhandled by the Bucks last week. Um, lastly, we're going to talk about probably the game of the week with Seattle and Arizona. That was a fun one to watch. Uh, a lot of cool highlights, both quarterbacks playing extremely well. I was playing against Kyler Murray in my fantasy league, so that was really good. I played him against him in two leagues. It was That was great. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about DK real quick because DK, I had him on my fantasy team. First of all, he did not do anything. Second of all, um, he had an, an insane tackle on Buda Baker. That was really cool to watch. And third... I said in overtime, I was like, hey, so I was playing against the guy with Kyler and I had DK. I have like DK in pretty much all my leagues. But I was like, hey, I I know that, you know, things aren't looking good. Kyler's going off. DK isn't doing anything. But I really hope DK scores the game winner. And what did he do? He scored the game winner. I was excited. I was running around my house. I was like, all right, let's go. Like, um, I knew this was going to happen. Not only that, but I had uh, the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half points. So I was so hyped. I was running around. And then, and then what happened? And then there was a flag. There was a flag. Um, yeah. So I, I lost. I would have won 50 bucks. Um, and not only that, DK still, you know, ended up, ended up having like just a horrible outing in fantasy. So that was great. Uh, but anyways, speaking of wide receivers on the Seattle Seahawks, Tyler Lockett had three touchdowns. Um, so that's how it goes when they lock in. So if you don't know, the reason why DK didn't do so well is because Patrick Peterson, the top corner for the uh, Cardinals, on, and who has been a top corner for a while now, last year not so much, but this year, you know, he's still their top guy. He was guarding DK, and like when I was watching the game, they just were not looking DK's way. Ah, that sucked. But anyways, Tyler Lockett had three touchdowns. He played awesome. That's how it goes. If they're going to, you know, shade on DK so much, then you have Tyler Lockett really pick your poison. Not only that, if you try to shade on both, then you have David Moore, who's actually really good. David Moore blew that uh, DK touchdown, though, with the holding call. But he's still really good. I still really like the guy. Um. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, now we'll get into my prediction tonight for the Rams and Bears. I still 
do not think, and a lot of people would agree, that the Bears are a good team. But they have a good defense, and they know how to win games. So tonight, I feel like this game could go two ways. It's either the Rams show up and be the Rams like they're supposed to after getting beat by my 49ers. You got to go out there and win this game if you're the Rams and show how good of a team you actually are because they are a very good team. Improve that the Bears are not that good. So I think this, I'm going to go with this as my prediction, but I'm going to tell you what also might happen. So this is my prediction. This is what I think is going to happen. I think the Rams... Not that it's going to, but I think it should happen. I think the, the Rams are going to go in, play their Rams football, and blow out the Bears, even though the Bears have a really good defense. I think, let's see, um, if I'm going to predict the score, I mean, uh, okay, I wouldn't say that the Rams are going to blow them out, but the Rams are going to score like they're supposed to. I'll say, like, maybe Rams, we'll say, I'll go with, I'll go with 24 to 7 Rams over the Bears. Why? Because I think the Rams are going to score, even though it's a tough defense. But the Bears just won't. Because the Bears' offense is just so bad, and Aaron Donald should wreak havoc against them. So that's going to be my prediction. I'm going to go 24 to 7 Rams over the Bears. Okay, so that's my prediction. But on the other side, here is what could possibly happen the Rams come in like they did last week, like they've been known to do at times, um, just, you know, not playing their game, Jared Goff, maybe not looking so good, players not getting open, whatever, all right, the Bears just keep it a low-scoring game, this is so possible that the Bears just keep it such a low-scoring game and, like, win by, like, three points, or win by a touchdown, or win by, like, one point, whatever it is, like, that's very likely, but I, I think, that it's more likely that the Rams are going to show up this week and show that they're a top team, even against this really good defense. All right, so that's kind of like my recap this week, my prediction for the game tonight. Let me know what you think. Let me know what surprised you this week. Hit me up. Find me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Mind of Mags Football. Let's talk some football. All right, that's it. Peace out.